Hello, and welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. This is the sixth episode of our Take a Shot series, where we discuss some of the day's most burning music topics. Today, we're discussing the meteoric rise of the one and only Harry Styles. So let's get into it. So before I start talking about Harry Styles, I gotta say, it's been a long time since I recorded a pod episode in the uh, in the early morning. I mean, I guess it's not that early, but it is Saturday morning that I'm recording this. I'm still in my pajamas. I have a cup of coffee. I have a glass of water. I am feeling hydrated. I am feeling caffeinated. I'm feeling ready to take on this long weekend. Um, anyways, that was just a side tangent, but now we can actually talk about the subject matter of the episode, which is the fact that, at least for me, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, I feel like Harry Styles is just freaking everywhere these days. And I believe that that means he's finally crossed over into an icon status. Um, we got to talk about Harry's House, which is his long awaited third studio album, which was released this past Friday, May 20th, 2022, under Columbia and Erskine Records. I never know if I'm saying that record label right, but we're going to go with it anyways. And while I haven't fully dove into, you know, the lyrics of the record, upon my first listen, I was super impressed. I felt that the album carried a lot of level. He covered a lot of different subjects and did a lot of, gen, um, I was going to say gender bending, but genre bending, which I really love. It sounds like a far cry from, you know, Harry's first self-titled debut, even his last album, Fine Line, which we've actually discussed on the pod before with uh, my good friend Meg. Um, I just feel like he's evolved so much in these last few years, especially since Fine Line came out, both as a, you know, as a lyricist, as a musician and as a songwriter. Um, my personal faves off the new album which I would really encourage you to listen to obviously you know as it was was the single but I would definitely recommend listening to Matilda and Satellite those would be my go-tos at the moment um speaking of the song as it was I feel like that song in particular truly is everywhere I'm a big fan of uh doing some deep dives on the Instagram reels I don't have TikTok myself and I know that that's like a whole debate where they're like oh the younger people use TikTok and you know the older millennials and yes I'm referring to myself as an older millennial because that's what the kids call me um, they, you know, I, like I see everything on Instagram and it's always like old video, old TikToks essentially that I see on Instagram, you know, months later or whatever, but that is my chosen medium for the time being. Um, but I hear that song used on any, every video, like people dancing, people trying on new outfits, people cooking, like there's no rhyme or reason why it's just a popular song. People like it and it happens to have a really good beat and it serves well in the background of a lot of these, uh, these reels or these TikToks. And then I remember seeing, I was on Instagram and I saw that the Arkells were playing in Brooklyn. And for those of you who might be, um, uh, who aren't sure who the Arkells are, they're a Hamilton based band from Canada. And one of my fa personal favorites, we've talked about them on the pod a lot as well, but um, they were in New York and they played, they, they covered As It Was by Harry Styles. And I was like, what an, it's such an interesting choice. But they've always been a band who's very um, keen on the, the current trend and what's been going on in music. They're very updated. So it just, it, I mean, it made sense. But at the same time, I was like, I was not expecting that. So again, just another example where Harry kind of injected himself into our lives. Um, and I, it made me think about too, if, if you remember not so long ago when Watermelon Sugar came out, I think Fine Line, which was Harry's second album, I believe that came out in 2019. And then, you know, Watermelon Sugar came out during the pandemic. The music video came out. It was like this whole big thing. And we were all just like, blasting that shit like we 
loved it. And I know that there's been, you know, a lot of debates about the subject matter and, you know, how not safe for work, I suppose it actually is. But it also made me think that between As It Was and Watermelon Sugar, like Harry's had some massive summer jams and that's not an easy feat, honestly. Like you have to be able to surpass a lot of the 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 day's pop hits to have that immense presence in everybody's music library. So I'm just, I'm so impressed by him. I feel like everyone just simultaneously this year became a Harry Styles fan. Like if you remember back to the One Direction days, it was purely, and I'm, I'm going to make an assumption here, but I'm going to say 99.9976% of the people listening to One Direction were young teenage women. That's, I'm just going to make an assumption. Hopefully nobody comes after me about that. I'm sure that there were, you know, other, um, demographics represented, but, um, the majority were teenage girls. And now I feel like the way that he's grown up and the way that his songwriting has changed and the way that he's become much more of this like entertainer versus just a boy band guy, there's, people who are who people who are listening to Harry Styles like you know older from the I keep saying from the older generation Jesus that sounds so bad but I just mean I think he's been able to adopt a lot of new demographics into his fan circle um that sounds really like culty and I don't mean it to come across that way but I think you guys know what I'm saying even when I don't have a drink in my hand, I still can't make any sense apparently, but that's okay. We're going to continue to power through. Um, I also just feel like this is a product of him being able to establish himself as a true pop star. So once you shed that boy band image, which is, I believe, very tough to do, you're kind of carrying around that dead weight for a while. And I don't mean to refer to the other members of One Direction as dead weight, but like, aren't they? Um, but now he's showing and demonstrating he has this depth and this maturity and this longevity. And I think that speaks more to more groups of people, more diverse groups of people than just the, you know, the one direction kind of vacuum. Um, I remember too, when I first heard that, you know, one direction was breaking up, Harry Styles was going to go. So a lot of them went solo. I guess they all kind of went solo. Um, but when I heard Harry was going solo and he was going to have this album coming out and I remember hearing sign of the times, which was his first single off uh, his self-titled album. And I was kind of like, I don't really know what, what, what to expect from this guy. You know, I was like, okay, he's going to try and be serious. Let's see if he can do it. Let's see if he can truly pull this off. I didn't have a lot of faith in Harry Styles. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I was like, he's going to, you know, if we think about the other members of One Direction who had like one hit, so like um, Liam Payne had like stripped that down. Lewis had something, Lewis, Louis, I can't remember how to say his name. He had one song with Steve Aoki, I think. Zane's had a couple, but Zane's a weirdo, so whatever. Um... And then is there one more? Who am I missing? Oh, Niall. Okay, Niall's still around. I guess that I was unfair to Niall. But anyway, let's go back to Harry. So I had no faith in Harry Styles. I remember listening to the album. And while I liked his first album, it wasn't until Fine Line where I feel like I was like, oh, okay, he's here to stay. And now I just feel like he's a part of the this this alt-pop scene. Like he's a permanent fixture. And I think that that's incredible. Um, I also have to mention like he's been working like through the pandemic like he has not taken a day off um he's hosted and he's been the musical guest on saturday night live i believe he did it in the same night too which is a feat that not many people have accomplished if you think about like justin timberlake bruno mars ariana grande like these are people who have hosted and been the musical guest on the same night i think lizzo is another one of them too now she might have just been added to the ranks but that's a really really tough job to do um and he actually proved himself to be a great actor and really funny um we also can't forget let's not for, let's not forget guys coachella just happened and he headlined freaking coachella in california 
And not only did he put on this amazing show, he had these incredible outfits, the, the live band, the set, everything was just magical. Obviously, I wasn't there, but I watched quite a bit of the footage on YouTube. He also brought out two major female pop stars. Uh, so I guess pop country being Shania Twain on Weekend 1. And then he bought, brought out Lizzo on Weekend 2. And just to rewind for a second, for those of you who might be like, these are random choices. He mentioned during uh, the first weekend of Coachella that when he was a kid, he grew up singing like Shania Twain records in the car with his parents, which I thought was so sweet that he then brought her out in at Coachella to sing Man I Feel Like a Woman which was an excellent choice and then with Lizzo um, he did a BBC Live Lounge uh, performance and he did Juice by Lizzo and the two of them have like struck up this friendship so it made sense that he'd bring her out but I think people still lost their shit and me personally I was very happy to see Shania Shania is a Canadian artist I myself am a Canadian podcaster and I just love supporting Canadian music so I was stoked when she came out you have to watch the video please YouTube it but when she came out of the stage and you hear the beginning like dun 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 like and then she was like let's go girls and I was like let's truly go Shania let's truly go right now I fucking lost my mind so I highly recommend watching that footage um and I also want to take a minute to talk about these Coachella outfits weekend one I believe was a sequin rainbow number very a la Freddie Mercury very Mick Jagger weekend two was I believe like a pink satin metallic number pink and gold or pink and silver I, I can't really remember I was definitely more of a weekend one um outfit fan but um Harry while his you know status as a musician maybe had a slower climb he's always been a bit of a style icon when his Vogue cover came out a couple years ago um it, it sparked a lot of debate and I think also a lot of good conversation because he was wearing a dress on the cover and you know people started talking about gender rules and self-expression and what people should be allowed to to wear and how they can express themselves through their wardrobe through their clothing how they present themselves and you know a lot of people came after harry for not being masculine enough and yet after all that kind of happened and i think after this conversation started we've now seen a lot of these um, you know, cis male entertainers like uh, Machine Gun Kelly, like uh, Travis Barker, you know, well-regarded actors like Oscar Isaac, side note, Moon Knight, fantastic. Please watch it if you haven't. Um, they wore, they've been wearing skirts and dresses in photo shoots on the red carpet. Oscar Isaac wore a dress to the Met Gala. It's opened up this world of fashion freedom. And I, and I do give Harry Styles a lot of that credit because he went through some shit to get to where he is now um, and to be able to kind of like be free to be himself. And I, I also feel like, you know, on a more sad note, not a lot of people have that freedom. So I feel like it's important for us to practice acceptance, particularly in the, in the fashion world. Like what does it, what does it matter to you if a guy wants to wear a dress or if he wants to wear a skirt? Like it, it literally doesn't impact you in any way. You know what I mean? It, it's really none of your business. So, um, I'm all for it. I think that him being so, um, uh, I'll use the word brave. I don't know if that's exactly the right word, but I'm going to use the word brave to endure that kind of scrutiny and go through that experience of people really, really coming after him for a style choice uh, to kind of come out on the other side and become a true style icon. It's incredible. Um, now, on top of everything else, I feel like I keep layering on more and more things. Harry's also got a budding acting career. So if you guys remember, Christopher Nolan, um, you know, recruited him for a role in Dunkirk, like the major, I believe, World War II epic. Yeah, I think it's World War II. Um, and now he's starring in the movie Don't Worry Darling, which is directed by Olivia Wilde, who he is in a relationship with. And he's starring alongside Florence Pugh, who's a, a young actress. She's been nominated for an Academy Award. She was, you know, for Little Women. She was also in the 
uh, critically acclaimed movie Midsummer, and I'm very excited. In watching the trailer, I was very impressed by his performance and performance in the trailer I suppose obviously the movie hasn't come out yet but I was like I think we're gonna get to see a whole other side of 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 Harry Styles and he's honestly he's kind of like a little Elvisy. like it, it, am I crazy in in comparing him to the king of rock and roll and the king of these movies because that's the only example I have coming to mind right now like when you can conquer the stage the screen okay maybe not the stage I guess that's plays but the screen and the music world, like you're an icon, you're honestly an icon, but that does beg the question when you're at the top is the only place you can go down. So how sustainable is this kind of success for Harry Styles? How sustainable is success for anybody? Really? We've seen a lot of people rise up the ranks of pop stardom recently, you know, Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, a lot of young, a lot of young pop stars. Lizzo, I guess what you could say is one of them people who have really just had this fast and furious zero to a hundred top climb uh in these last couple years and it's like well how long until people get bored because it wasn't so long ago that one direction was on top it wasn't so long ago that the backstreet boys were on top britney spears where do you go from there how do you keep evolving yourself i think harry's got a good track record so far he is trying new things he's trying new ventures to keep himself fresh and he is putting out good music at the end of the day and i truly believe that that's kind of the secret right it's like not letting your artistry slip when you're at the top you have to continue to churn out good ass music um I'm interested to see if he's going to top himself with the next record because I'm really impressed with this one so far. Again, have to give it a full listen, but I recommend you guys do the same. And I truly do wish that he sticks around with us for a while. I'm very excited by what we're seeing from this artist, and I I hope that I get to see more of him in the very near future. I don't think he's going anywhere yet, but let's just all keep our fingers crossed. I think that's it for my discussion on Harry Styles. You guys have probably heard, heard me uh, blabber on about him a little bit too much. Thank you again for continuing to listen to the pod. I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus and I appreciate you guys sticking around. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Kiara Gets Drunk. Thanks for listening, guys.